On this week's General Admission, we kick off with the big news on the Foo Fighters choosing their new drummer. We then get into the used new album, Toxic Positivity, and how it fares next to the other 2000s bands that have put out albums this year. We talk about the current slate of 2023 releases, we touch on the Blink Tour and the Taylor Tour, and we wrap up with a listener question on our most memorable Stone Pony shows. Okay, let's go. Welcome to General Admission. Today is May 23rd. Memorial Day weekend is upon us, and the Foo Fighters have announced their new drummer. Say it, <laughs> That's not the joke I thought you were going to make. <laughs> are you? Are you? Um, oh, is there another one there? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, step into the freezer. Oh, that would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been much better. <laughs> that would have been much better. <laughs> um, Either way, you created a monster. Yes, yes. Um, Josh Freese is the new drummer for the Foo Fighters, announced via their live stream today. What do we know about Josh Freese? So he's played drums in a ton of bands. I know he was most recently with The Offspring for the, since 2021. He was like touring with them. But he has played drums in a perfect circle. He was on uh, that 13, was it 13 uh, Steps? It was probably one of their best ones. That explains something from the live stream that I'll, I'll get to in a second. <laughs> was there a joke that they made? Yeah, yeah, there was a couple. Okay. <laughs> um, but I know a. Uh, he was also he also toured with Paramore like in the early 2010s. Uh, what else did he? It do? said he was Google said he did session Nine work. Nine Inch Nails too. Did session work for Blink, which I don't know why, or if that was just a weird Google thing that I didn't read into more. Maybe he was just hanging out and like him and Travis were uh, coming up with stuff, so he got credit. Because I feel like they're they're a band that doesn't really need to pull a drummer in, but. Or maybe no. while he was was injured, or I doing don't know. the solo stuff. Like, remember he had that that tape when we were in college, where it's like, "Can a drummer get some?" He had like a bunch of features on it. Oh yeah, yeah. That was Travis cool. Barker solo project. Yeah, wonder I if he was on that. that. Yeah, that could be. But yeah, but he had some cool. Guns N' Roses work. Uh, wow. Said Perfect Circle. There was some Weezer from 2009 2011. Oh. <laughs> Do 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 Nine Inch Nails too. Add that to his resume. Butter song intro. That's that's like a a wide variety of drumming. Because Nine Inch Nails, I'm picturing just like industrial, like almost like electronic drums. Not that they like exclusively do that, but they have like that kind of sound. And then Perfect Circle, you gotta just assume gets a little weird with it. Oh, Perfect Circle is really good. I'm probably yeah. gonna listen to them tomorrow now. Yeah, like, the, yeah did, that's on the Outsider. Like that's a phenomenal song. Do they have more than that one album? I always just listen to that that one album. The one probably like their first one too. Is hmm. Mer, Mer, Ah, uh, yeah, of course. How could I forget Murdenoms? 
had Judith, which is like a big song of theirs. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, they have a few. I guess Thirteenth Step was probably the one I listened to the most because that was like really back in the day. They got picked up on K Rock a lot. Weak and Powerless was on there too. Yeah. That was right around discovering Tool and thinking that like I was smart. (laughs) Yeah. So I felt too. (laughs) There's math involved. I'm cool now. I know who Tool is. (laughs) Yeah. The Fibonacci sequence. Um, I guess he would pull from his offspring drumming maybe the most. Like an offspring Guns N' Roses. You have that like punk and arena and then you just smush them together and you get the Foo Fighters. Exactly. I think he was on the Taylor tribute show too with them. So he's got some, I guess they liked what they heard during those shows. Yeah, they were just secret. Maybe that was a tryout like, all along. Right? Like a secret tryout. <laughs> like a really morbid audition, but they they, they were, were having rotating, fun with so it. They... I put on a I put on the live stream and um they're like it's the band just hanging out in like a studio and they're talking, like reminiscing about shows and just nonsense. And um 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 chad smith walks in and they're like oh chad what's up what's up and he's he's like oh uh does anyone drive a white mercedes you're blocking me in they're like oh yeah that's mine and then like some like pat leaves or something like to move the car then they go back to talking then tommy lee walks in and he's like hey guys i picked up the (laughs) i picked up the pf chang's order (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, thanks, man. Oh, thanks, for, man. For teasing multiple drummers. Good guy. Good guy. And then Danny Carey walks in. <laughs> There's the the tool connection. Doesn't like quite connect to perfect. Well, I guess connects enough. Um, and he's like the Maynard connection. He's like, I got your poodles groomed. <laughs> I don't know to who. And he walked in. No, he's like, I groomed your poodles. And they're like, oh, I didn't know he did dog grooming. <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then finally the camera pans out and you see Josh has been sitting at the drum set this whole time. And he's like, guys, can we just like play a song, please? And then they like, start playing. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. They started, they opened with All My Life and they ripped the end. Like they just jammed on it so hard with like, just like stops and they were tight and he was smashing the kit. So like, it was cool. It was very cool. I'm going to watch that like tomorrow. Put it on the yeah. background during work. It's on it's on their website. I found it through a stereo gum article that then had the direct link, but it was like it was like VIP.foo fighters or something, and you just have to put in your email. I put in our, our standard podcast email password combo. So feel free to use that. And it worked. Yeah. Well, I created an account because you had to, but this way you don't have to create another account. Yeah, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I uh, I watched like that, and then they played um, uh, rescue. Is it rescue? The other single? rescue? Or is it? Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. They played that, and then, then I I stopped listening because I just wanted to watch TV, and I couldn't get it on my TV. I tried to use like the built-in Xbox browser, and it didn't let me. So yeah, I didn't want to just watch an hour on my phone. Should have been on YouTube. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think it is, but it should have just been through YouTube. They had like it was like their own built in player that like froze up on me once or twice. But yeah, I love uh, when that happens. 
Yeah, of course. That's really funny though. But I'm sure there's a lot of fans that are like somewhat disappointed. It wasn't one of those three. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm one of them, but like, no, nah, I mean, who would expect? Kind of cool to have like Tommy Lee. Yeah, I mean that'd be pretty cool. But like, all those guys are in bands in that are like very active. So yeah, no, this is it's cool. Like I don't know, I don't, I don't mind too much. I'm just glad they're they're touring. Like they could have really picked anyone within reason, and not. I'm pretty, yeah. pretty okay with it. No friend of the pod, Jake and I were holding out for Rufus Taylor, but Freeze is a pretty good choice. Maybe someday. He's still got some growing up to do before joining a rock band, right? How old is he? I don't know. This is the Rufus is the Queen drummer's son. Oh, sorry. I was I heard Taylor and I was just mixing up first and last names. Yeah, I remember you said Hawkins. That. Yeah. <laughs> that that would have been a good one. I don't remember Josh being a prediction back when we talked about this like months ago. No. He did play with them, but that was like the only kind of hint that he was a yeah. candidate. And they put out another single between our last episode and this one. Um which blew away the first single probably. In my probably, in my books at least. Yeah. I I liked them both, but I definitely think this song had a little more Meat and potatoes. What what was the name of this it? This had massive single feel. What Under you. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Very and very, it did very... have the guitar riff of Flavor of the Week. <laughs> and now I can't get that song out of my head either. Yeah. I didn't see anyone else like bringing that up though. Like I was like, this can't just be... I'm not just hearing things, right? That's why I, I texted you ahead of the podcast. Yeah. No, sure. you're spot on. Like it's very, very I mean, the solo from that song rips. They could have used that same solo, and I think I would have been pretty okay with it. Crazy good solo. Like, it, it's aged pretty well. That's I, I remember buying that CD as a kid. It had, like, a cassette tape that said American Hi-Fi. And I didn't like any other songs, and it was very disappointing. <laughs> it's also, like, 16 tracks. I was, like, looking in Spotify. Like, that's <laughs> insanely long. <laughs> that, is, that is very long. Yeah, that was one of the and the band that did um the Smooth Criminal cover, Alien Ant Farm. I bought their CD. That was a good it. album, though. That's it. Oh, anthology. Maybe. Oh no, I'm mixing. I'm mixing them up. Yeah, that album was fine. The band that did um maybe like a lollipop cover, Static. Oh, Franny Hanley. No, that album was great. I love that album. It was Static. Was static Lullaby. I don't know, but yeah, I didn't like that album. I. Uh, Exactly. Is it a lollipop cover or a different cover? It was some rap song. I don't remember. It was off one of the Punkos Crunks. How did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> We're very much down the wormhole now. It started a flavor of the week and we just kept going down. Oh yeah, of course. Um uh, I I like the new single a lot though. And like the lyrics are Deep very, lyrics. very Taylor heavy. Um one of the lines I wrote down was Part of me just can't believe it's true. Pictures of us sharing songs and cigarettes. This is how I'll always picture you. Like, that's not very subtle. No, and the two lines before that too. It's like someone said, "I've never seen your, I'll never see your face again." Part of me just can't believe it's true. Yeah, yeah. This is gonna be a heavy album, but I mean, like, 
you might as well use it like from major emotions comes great art so like i don't know it'd be like I think it <laughs> i was gonna say it'd be like I... taylor swift going through a breakup and not writing an album about it like... which is probably coming up next for her so <laughs> but we don't have to go down that rabbit hole but uh <laughs> people have a lot of thoughts. i just like we've heard uh You've heard 20% of the new album so far, and I think signs are pointing in a good direction. I'm hoping like this is finally an album where people don't like shit on the singles being better than everything else around it. A band I feel like this will be a complete work. I think so. Hopefully. I mean, these two feel like they came from the same place, even if you they do prefer the newer one. And they're releasing it in time to tour it. What a concept. Take notes blink who confirmed october they just had their garden show too yeah right? they did um my buddy shout out mike j got last minute tickets and went because he they live in Hoboken, so he said it was it was everything you'd want from blink they sounded really good they looked like they were having fun and like that's that's really all you could ask for they they played bored to death which was interesting because we were wondering like how they'd approach the Matt songs. Um it's cynical I, too, right? Oh, maybe. I don't remember. I didn't screenshot the set list, but they played violence, which was pretty cool. I don't I feel like that's like oh, that's pretty awesome. Slightly deeper from from self titled. I mean Blink has so many good songs that like it's hard not to just play the hits or just think everything's the hits. We're really going but on. But no new single yet, right? No new single. We're, we are all over the map. Too. There's yeah. a lot that happened. <laughs> there is. Um, oh, before we leave the Foo Fighters song, though, the bass in the pre-chorus is really nasty. And nasty, neat. I just, just want to shout out good bass because I love bass. Yeah, nasty, Nate. All about that bass? Not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm excited i'm excited to see them like i keep forgetting about it because it's far enough on the fringe like i'm not wishing summer away but every once in a while i just remember like oh yeah we're seeing them got invited to i hope we get like oh, 30 songs at night yeah i hope like so, a system too. of a down set list yeah i got invited to a bachelor party that weekend. So I can't go to the bachelor party. Cause I, I was going to say, which one are you turning down? <laughs> no, we're, we're too, we're too in for see here now. And yeah. And the calendar is very late. This it's year. uh it's Ed, fucking Ed's about it this year. Yeah. Ed. <laughs> Shout out Ed. <laughs> love Ed. I'm going to be real sad. Not Gotta love going. Ed. They're going to Buffalo. They're going to, I would hope go to a game. I don't think you go to Buffalo in September and not go to a Bills game. No. <laughs> so got to do the tailgate too. A little sad. A little sad about that, but I got got my. But you'll be seeing food the same day. Yeah. So whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. No blink for me this week. Pup is also playing. I think the same night as Blink. And part of me <laughs> wanted to do that because that's Jason? at least uh no there i mean that too uh 
I was real close to buying a single day to adjacent fest. Me and Andy were talking about they're 99 all weekend. Yeah. Like all in 99, which is nice. And Wait, I'm already two day pass. No, no, no. I meant all in like with oh. fees, like 99 is what you'd pay for the day, which that is, is a good deal. Real good deal. I'm already going to be in LBI. So it'd be like a 40 minute drive to AC. Uh, Can we talk about that real quick for a second? <laughs> Can you imagine being someone that paid like, 400 for two days dude and now you could buy two for half the price i would be so upset like i mean on one hand problem on one hand i'm i'm glad that they're doing what they can to make these things more affordable but on the other it's so stupid that the people who really want to go and buy tickets right away get punished like like, bamboozle got in trouble for doing the same thing and it's just not, not a issue here, yeah. I guess. Well, Bamboozle phrased it as like early bird, these this is the best price you'll get. Uh, that's the catch. Okay. Yeah. So as long as adjacent didn't say that, then like they're they're off the hook. But I mean, I'd still be kind of annoyed. Like if this was two hundred straight up off the bat, I probably would have got tickets like six months ago. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> Yeah, it just sucks. I wish it was any other weekend. Exactly. Like we're we're family men, me and you, and yeah, it's it's a tough day to just like up and disappear. A tough weekend. Literally, and any just other to drive weekend, down on I the parkway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. In AC. Yeah. Too bad though. It's a great lineup. <laughs> it's just a great it lineup. Is. And there's not much like concert wise for us this year. There's two in July and Yeah, and the two we're going to are in like, here now within oh. like five days of each other. Yeah. <laughs> Same week. Well, I gotta find out about less than Jake for you. Yes, because I would that's yeah. in geez, Jul- that's June. July seventeenth? July. Yeah, it's the day after my dad's birthday. The Young Blood show is on my dad's birthday, which is why I can't do that. I kind of want to get used tickets after this album because they're playing with, is it Pierce the Veil they're touring with? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about it? I don't think it's all that. I think it was on that, that, that Live Nation deal that I think it's yeah. almost oh. over. Can we talk about the used album? Um, positive, positive Toxicity? To- is it no, Toxic no. Positivity? Toxic Positivity? Did I mix it up? <laughs> I combined I think, it with uh, it right? System of a Down. Or did I write the wrong thing? No, I'm just guessing. Off you the just call toxicity. <laughs> I said, po- I said positive toxicity. It's toxic positivity. There we go. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Thoughts? Thoughts? You go first. I liked it. I mean, yeah, I did go back and listen to the last one. I think I liked it less than I did during COVID, but there was still like enough high points where it was a solid overall album. And this one. I love that it was 10 songs in like a half hour. Yeah. So you can just like play it over and over again and kind of, and it was like the best of both their worlds, which I like where they do like the heavy, like yep. worst I've ever been, Pinky Swear, then the like, blend of light and heavy, just like numb, cherry, headspace, yeah. and the light and pop with like dancing with a brick wall and I hate everybody. So it was like 100%. pretty much like a, I guess like it would be a good one to show a new fan, be like, this is the use, like, 
pick the songs you like here and we can give you direction from here. That'd be a fun roadmap, yeah. actually. Yeah, that I would think be a that, good one. And like, I know it's a, good, we like, it's a good roadmap album. We've ragged on Bert for like not his voice not holding up a whole lot live, but he brought the screams for this album. Like they were, he did. They were there. Unless it was the guitarist again. Oh, uh, it it sounded like that. He does it live, so I'm just assuming. Interesting. He he sounded great though. They're a band. They're like my chem in the sense that like and like some of Youngblood band that makes me want to like be theatrical when i listen to them in the car like i like put my hands in my hair like do all this stupid shit like i don't know i just feel like i'm on stage when i listen to these bands <laughs> they're very theatrical i don't care that that's even going back to like their two big ones <laughs> i'm alone in my car i'll do what i want yeah they they <laughs> i mean they like laid the foundation for this like i mean I don't know the exact time frame between them and my chem, but as far as I'm concerned, like they both came up at the same time, more or less, and like brought that like theater kid vibe to the early 2000s scene and made it made it cool. I think it's cool. But you're sometimes right. it's a bit much though. They get too in the weeds <laughs> with it sometimes. I feel like, like when he just like quotes shakespeare at their live shows he just like reads oh, yeah. hamlet sometimes <laughs> or the beginning and it goes on uh, for like five minutes straight what's the beginning off a of taste of ink where like i'm not afraid to love and to fuck and like he's like doing that whole spoken word thing you know what i'm talking oh, isn't about that on uh is that not off taste of ink it's it might the be the other one, one after that yeah with the heart in the tree yeah Spotify won't let me log in right now. I'll get that for you. Nicole can Nicole can recite that entire thing, and it makes me cringe every single time. But she <laughs> loves doing it. <laughs> I just picture her as like a thirteen-year-old or however, like quoting these used things with her friends in high school. <laughs> just oh, being man. sad. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, but the album the album is great. Like you basically like have the same exact notes as me, where like they hit everything from like heavy to the dance songs to like yeah, it's all just used. And they have a waltz song, dopamine. Love a good waltz. Love a good waltz. But the real question they got, is like, surprisingly dancey between like this and Heartwork was their last album. I believe the song was hang on. It was like a club song, which is weird for them, but in Cathedral Bell. I don't remember. It's got like a bass and it sounds like a dancey track from yeah. artwork, but they kind of like lump their dance tracks together on this one. And like like it's like a string of three. I think dancing. The one with dancing is idle, obviously. Uh Top of the World, Giving Up. Oh, um, they stole two Linkin Park song titles on this album. Numb. Numb and Giving Up. Oh, that's right. For about Giving Up. Yeah. That's one of Chester's best screams ever. Look up the AOL sessions. That breakdown in the middle of that one. So good. Oh, also, just on the topic of screaming, like... Dave Grohl can scream so fucking good. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like, he can bring it when he wants to. Yeah, like because 
when you watch this live thing from the other day and he's and he's singing on to the next one and he's just screaming oh my god like he he could have just been in like a screen band if he wanted to but yeah i think i think this used album is my favorite new album from this class of artists this year who does the class include um i guess story of the year would be there Pierce the Veil. Um, I don't remember listening to a Pierce the Veil. Right, that was this year. Uh oh yeah, Jaws of Life. It was called. Um, let's see, Paramore. Uh, Paramore is almost In... like their own thing, <laughs> but they are the same class. They are. Like you have to. Ooh, that would be tough. This is why versus this one. Yeah, I guess it was really just just those. And um, Paramore, Pierce the Veil. And we're still waiting on Blink. And Story of the Year. Story of the Year, I, I liked, but I, I I never really went back to it after that week. I didn't either. I think I got more hooked on, like, revisiting their old stuff. Yeah. That happened to me with this used album a little, too. Like, it just, his voice, I was like, oh, I just... Because I just want to hear the songs I know so I can sing them. Want to hear Taste of Ink? Yeah. But like, and I Love and Death is few... the album name you couldn't think of, by the way. Oh. With the poetry. And yeah, the yeah. song is I'm a Fake, where yes. he reads poetry and it. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> I'm getting Nicole to do that. We should do like, a, you know, if we reach a certain amount of like subscribers on YouTube or followers or something. Nicole will dress up in emo and recite that. That'll be the, the last line of the episode. Uh, that'd be so funny. But yeah, I've gone back to this a few times, and I think I'll I think I'll keep going back to it. I keep going back to Hot Mulligan. This kind of has been my my default album for the past two weeks. I have to go back to that one. I think I listened to it I'm like. Done- three times today alone because i want to i want to sing like i know i just said that but when you really like an album a new album like i just fantasize about like i can't wait till i can sing along to this because it just makes it so much more fun they're they're like a must Bob mulligan is a must see for me and i know andy's on board so that's all i need one other person they've got a tour yeah are they touring uh i don't know i don't i don't think so and if they i think they might be doing like europe stuff i'm not sure final countdown the final countdown you listen to the spanish love song single i did and i absolutely loved it nice so the title was false then because it brought you joy and it's called No Joy. The new album is called No Joy. Oh, single's called Haunted. Oh my God, who let me have a microphone? You like it though? I forgot to listen. How I hard is it to it. listen like, to I know, one like, song? <laughs> Sorry. So you, I was very, I was in rare, uh, rare territory this week as I kept listening to the Foo Fighters single and this single. And you know how I feel about singles, but. 
I got stuck in listening to these songs over and over and over and over. But I can't wait. I know we only have a couple more weeks for Foo Fighters, but like this one's not coming out till like the end of August. But it's like everything I love about like the last two Spanish Love Songs albums, like Schmaltz and Schmaltz. Brave Faces, everyone. Nice. <laughs> but uh, like it's just kind of depressing, but like the lyrics are easy to remember and you, they become sing-along songs really fast, even if they're not like the happiest of songs. And like this one's like a straight up Cure song. Like it sounds like something they'd write back in the 80s, only like a modernized version of it. Oh, that's and awesome. I'm really excited for what the new album is because, like, I wasn't crazy about their coverage either. I know, like, we talked about that a little bit. Yeah, the they show. were they were good. They just were too normal, like too I, similar to the original. Yeah, but I, I think it's a cool idea. Like, I don't think they yeah. care if if anyone thinks they sound too similar. They're probably just like, "This will be fun. Let's cover some bands we like," <laughs> which is what they like to do. Yeah. But yeah, I'm really excited for what they have coming out. Nice. It shows like they've definitely taken another step from their last album. Like if this is kind of maybe their dis dis disin disintegration. There we go. Dis dis <laughs> I still can't say it. <laughs> disintegration. There we go. Got it. Nailed it. <laughs> I'd be all for that if it's that's what we're getting. I was listening to that just yesterday, actually. Because I think after they're... listening to the indie cast, yep, <laughs> you got me hooked on a podcast that I I'm not even sure I I like. <laughs> so I have it like I follow it and I read the description every Friday, but I haven't listened in a really long time. They're just very, uh, I don't know, if you picture like indie music guys and how they'd react to anything that doesn't seem cool enough, that's what they're doing. <laughs> Which I guess is kind of what you would want, but I don't know. It's still was, like... Was there a cure guide at least? Oh, yeah. That was a great conversation. Because I, I think the cure is playing MSG like pretty soon. Yeah, and so, Hyder wrote like a really big article like they're on their top songs this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. That explains it. Yeah, that, I mean, it's worth listening to for the cure stuff. They just, they slandered Silverstein, which upset me a little bit. Because they were talking about Riot surprise. They're like they like. I feel like, I, uh, uh, I feel like Cohen would like Silverstein, knowing some of the bands he likes. Yeah, yeah. They were like Shell Silverstein. <laughs> but he's he's been like, like Ian Cohen's been shitting on like the Menzingers too, like their last album. Damn. That's where I'm like, oh, I'm not going to necessarily agree with you on everything, man. What's your? I mean, I'm putting you on the spot here, but like. Okay, wait, I want to phrase this differently, actually. I was going to say, what's your album of the year? But that's not what I want to know. What do you think, like, the album of the year is, like, in general consensus? Because they were also talking about this, so it got me thinking about it. Yeah, I got to refer to the... If, you go to the if you go to the sheet, the the shared doc we have, I have a running list of all the albums that have come out. I, like... Down. Personally, Scrolling I feel down. like everyone just gets really psyched about Boy Genius. Like I don't know, was it that? I good? would probably agree with that. Actually, I like would agree you with like that. it. You, I thought you I would love agree that with that. Man. But uh, yeah, I just so far I feel yeah. like I'm just missing something. Like it was good, but 
I don't know. Why Did you watch the Coachella it, set? Why was it so good? It's just like I don't know. Did you know. watch the Coachella set? I did not. Okay. Cuz I like the album. I watched that set. Now I love the album. Wow. And like cuz I watched the performance and then that was all I listened to the following week was that album. Yeah. All right. I I'll go back to it. I'll go back to it cuz I want to I want to know what I'm missing. There but hasn't think... been like any crazy good albums. Like I think Screaming Females is like the top of my list. That's up there. And I uh, think that that would like, deserve um... like creatively. I think it's a a really good album. Like I'm not picking that as my favorite, but I think if you were like objectively thinking of artists that are doing really cool stuff, also that Wednesday album or band 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 i think did we talk about did we talk about that i don't remember talking about that one we might have just texted about it i don't know i i don't even see them on my on my list but that was a really good album too it had like i don't know a lot of different musical influences going on i i didn't listen to it recently enough so i'm not just gonna like bullshit about it but i remember being really impressed with it yeah, Screaming Females, that. And, Any Flag um, was good. I haven't gone back to it, but it was really good when it came out. Hot Mulligan's probably like my personal favorite. Yeah, it's Rat Saw God. You texted, you texted me about this album. Didn't you? Oh, that's Wednesday? Yeah. Yes, that is a good album. Yeah, yeah okay. that's a really good album. We did I, talk about it. I need to go back to it. For some reason, I thought they were called Rat... <laughs> Dude, I, I did that the was same thing. Band name, yeah, same. Rat, I was like same. that. Rat saw God album, <laughs> but it is the album uh, name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that was a really good album. Yeah, and that's got like great storytelling. All up, boys, probably up there. Yeah, that's probably maybe best like pop album. I <laughs> I hate to put them in pop. I mean, they're they're a pop band. They're hugely popular is that enough to make them a pop band i don't know i don't know how it works semantics but it has been a weak year in music though like i saw like the description of that podcast described it as that and it's hard not to agree at least so far i mean we're almost halfway through the year and there hasn't been anything like that's grabbed the zeitgeist as they like to say (laughs) yeah maybe uh i don't know we got we got Blink, we got Foo Fighters, uh, Queens of Stone Age. Not that's like some forty one at some point. <laughs> Maybe. What was my prediction? Not this year. Not this year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I gotta remind me what I said. Yeah, I'm standing by that. By the way, I'm still saying the fall. I bought a new chair and I assembled it, and it's fantastic. I'm sitting in it right now. Just want everyone to know. Reassembled. <laughs> Disassembled. Okay, so we had a listener question. Shout out Meredith Violin. Let me pull it up. I've just decided her last name is Violin, even though that's not the case. That's her Instagram. <laughs> that's just what we're gonna call She's her. Meredith Violin. Um okay. All right, I'm gonna read it into the microphone because that's where i read things okay hi guys 
I'm going to my first Stone Pony show in June, and I'm absolutely stoked. You should be. Congrats. She's going to uh, um, Streetlight. So what would you say is each of your most memorable or favorite show you've seen there? And also any tips on the, going to the venue are appreciated. At the Pony or in Esri Park? At the Pony. And I'm going to say... Hmm. I'm going to say we can answer summer stage and inside. Or should we not? Should we just do summer stage? Because I think I have different uh, answers. I, I like that, actually. I have different answers for both. Yeah. I have three answers right now, though. Three. What was the first one that came to mind? Like, without trying to, like, really think about it. Did one just jump into your head right away? Yeah, the Gaslight Anthem 10-year of 59 Sound, where they got back together just to play that album in full on the summer stage. When was that? Like 2018. Damn, it's so funny you say Gaslight, because they were the first one that popped into my head, too. Because <laughs> I did see them on that stage back in college, too, and it was a phenomenal show. Did you see them in, like, 2013? Like, it was, like, right after we graduated, yeah. but we still... And there was like the Harvest Moon. It was like super red. I don't know. If that you was cool. That. Yeah, that yeah. was at that one. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Nicole, I knew like four or five songs tops, and we were just bored. And I saw they were playing. I'm like, all right, like let's just get tickets and go. And we did. And they, like, I'm getting chills just thinking about it because it was such a good show. Like it just felt like so simple. Like got tickets last minute. Drove 15 minutes down the road, watched the show. We hung out on the boardwalk after, and the moon was full and super red. And it was just like a really memorable night. They're not like my most favorite band I've ever seen there. I didn't even really know much of their songs at that show, but it was just really memorable one. And they're like as Jersey as it gets. So it's yeah, fun. they are. <laughs> like those shows are definitely better than the 2018 show. It's just like the fact that they ended their hiatus just to like acknowledge that anniversary was like pretty special. That's because like Parko cool. was there too. And he was like, Oh, they were so much better. when we saw them like six years ago. I'm like, yes, I know, but it's not the point. This is cool. They actually <laughs> just did this. <laughs> That's one of those cases. The stone pony is one of those venues where the venue almost like the venue feels more special than the band at times, like just being there and I actually, I just posted this on Instagram. So to anyone listening, I would really love, I'm turning it around and asking you guys a question. Just what is your favorite venue to see shows at? Just feel free to comment. I would love to hear, especially if you're not from Jersey, it would be real cool to hear other venues. But I was thinking about it and not to stray too far from the original question, but like the Stone Pony is a venue that I love. It is it has history it's it's special it's cool it's on the beach but like my favorite place to see a show it might not be which is like a weird thing to say after just saying how much i like like everything about the venue but i don't know i just really like clubs like i like being inside and sweating with a bunch of dudes yeah <laughs> which is kind of what the inside of the pony is like Yes. Yeah, exactly. So like it gets it gets points there. What's your favorite inside the pony show? The Trojan horse, if you will. So it's 
it's either the Silver Scene show he went to in college or when Newfound Glory did their anniversary shows there and they did, did all of Sticks and Stones and self-titled in full. Damn. I remember that tour. I went to so the like, Starland That was awesome. One. That was when they were just playing like different albums every They're night. Playing small clubs and different albums. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great show. Like everyone was going like ape shit in there. It was awesome. Wait, what did they did? Sticks and stones and self-titled. And self-titled. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Self-titled. I think I went two so nights good. though. It's like second night was like Catalyst and Catalyst and, and self-titled. Never. That... No, nothing stays gold. Oh. Uh... I think I saw Catalyst and Self-Titled at Starland. They were really making the rounds to do. Unless they yeah. just have... They may have done that premise like multiple tours. So maybe it wasn't even the same go around. Um, it was a really fun show though. And you got to hear literally everything from those albums, which was pretty yeah. fun. But they didn't play them in order, we, we did which I thought nights. was interesting. No. <laughs> they go every, every other song is from a different album. That's kind of cool. Like you know what you're getting, but then you also don't. Yeah, Although, like depending good on way to do it because they do it a lot and they were doing multiple albums. I think it's cool, but typically, like if I'm going to see like, and it wasn't an anniversary, but if I'm going to see an anniversary of an album, it's really fun to hear the album in the order you know it. Like you anticipate the next song and yeah, just yeah. But it's two different. Like, vibes. I did. Yeah. Oh man, I wish they would do that. I, I really too. wish they would tour that. I would. I would tour in general, I'd love to see them reach deep into the wallet to get good seats at MSG for that. If they did that, that'd be cool. Uh, most memorable in the they play MSG though. Uh, the venue they played out in Cali was pretty big. I don't know, maybe not, but whatever. Um, most memorable inside the pony show, same year actually as Gaslight saw. The front bottoms inside, and it was right around when Talon of the Hawk was out, and they played everything from Talon, everything from Self Titled, and like two extra songs from like Grandma EPs that like weren't out yet, but were old songs. But like, as they were blowing up, right? Yeah, we literally just we hung out with the band after. Like, I got a set list. They signed it. We talked about the show. Like it just it was so casual. It was awesome. So that, that's, yeah, that's really cool. Really memorable. Hard to stop that one. Tips for the pony. I don't know. Would you would you still recommend Johnny Max? I think I would if you're like not from around here. Yeah. You gotta check out I Johnny so. Max. It's nice in the sun. You can like hang out outside in the summer. Yeah. Just the one time I I it used to just be like remember they'd always play like Taking Back Sunday and like just all that stuff. And I don't know if they still do i feel like the secret kind of got out about that place and like last time i went it was just like all like college kids but like like cool like like it felt like preppy college kids not like random like music college kids if i'm gonna like generalize like how it was when we were there yeah, but you get a you get a ticket with every drink you buy, and then you could redeem that ticket for a free personal pizza. It kind of takes forever because everyone's doing it, but worth definitely it, definitely worth it. Um, there's a cool bar on the boardwalk, Mogo. Uh, Mogo, yeah, great, 
that's not a bar. That's food, yes. No. Get some. Yeah. Although last time I went, I ordered shrimp and rice, and they gave me chicken and rice, and I was kind of mad because the shrimp is two dollars more. Hicken. <laughs> yes. There's a little surf bar on that on the boardwalk. I don't know the name, but great spicy margs. I wish I knew the name, but there's not like a whole lot of bars on that boardwalk, so you could probably just find it. I don't know. Um, I'm blanking can you, too. Can you walk into the convention center? Or is it like dangerous? I think they closed down the bar that was in there. <laughs> but could you, you just like, go in there? You could definitely... walk through it, right? I don't know. I would. I think there's still like shops and things in there. Because you could day. walk end to end of that boardwalk in like 15 minutes or so. Not long. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely like walk up and down it. Yeah. Watermark. You want like a fancy drink? Yeah. Um, hang out with illegally watching the show. I want to do that for yellow card. Just like post up in the watermark and then watch from up there. But a quick note on that. So apparently, I guess like we're on our own little island over here. Like everyone else is excited they're putting a new single out, except for us. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not excited. Just the from the makers of Ocean Avenue, just really, I can't, <laughs> I just can't get over that. It's just so, and they, they put like limited commenting on those posts, which I'm not even sure what that means if it's like followers only or what, because I feel like limited, I'm, like either you can comment or you can't. But like, what are you scared of? Are you scared of cynical motherfuckers like me <laughs> calling you out? My gosh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're gonna recreate that video or make like a sequel to it. Yeah, they're really they're digging. They're definitely digging into nostalgia because otherwise they wouldn't have put the Ocean Avenue stuff. I mean, if it's good, it's good, and I will fully admit that. I just it's a weird start so far. Yeah, but yeah, whatever. Um, not going to that show. No, I'll be away. Yeah. You'll be away for Trey too the day before or after, which is too bad because I don't know anyone else who would go with me to see Trey, but and I think you would have. I would have gone. Yeah, uh, it's too bad. That's like July Fourth week. But tilt it to the left and lean to the right. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I saw Fishman was at Taylor Swift the other night with his daughters. I didn't know Fishman had daughters. Thought he I didn't was just, uh... Did he go on stage? No, but he he had a custom Taylor Swift shirt that was the rainbow fish logo, but it was Taylor Swift smushed together to make the fish logo instead of fish smushed together. <laughs> Swift. <laughs> I wonder what kind of clout he has, like if he's like can go backstage and stuff or not. They'd be like, who's this hairy guy? In a dress. Funny, like they know each other. Or she comes out like the awesome. donut dress. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be amazing. Someone photoshopped the thing of her set list and they're like, she opened with Wolfman's brother and Trey and Mike came out. <laughs> and for a split second, and I was like, what? Because <laughs> the picture of Fishman was going around so much, so I was it didn't seem unreasonable. And then I realized how unreasonable that would be. Also, As on the topic of, of Taylor Swift, we're a little far removed from this headline, but when she played, like, 
was it Nashville where it like kind of got rained out and then she went on late and she played for like five hours in the rain or something ridiculous went oh, yeah. well past curfew that was really cool um there was a um oh the only I, who was able to I, actually I, find tickets is getting their money's worth with these shows it seems definitely um i had i wrote this down um i don't remember writing it so i'm just gonna read it blindly and hope it it's fine but a couple weekends ago in philly some security guard was apparently like harassing her fans she caught sight of this while she was mid-song and told him to stop that they weren't doing they're not doing anything wrong the security guard was promptly removed the fan came out and spoke their side of the story and said taylor's people came up to them after the show and offered them tickets for the following night that's, that's pretty, pretty bad awesome yeah i wish i knew like what what the deal was like what did the security guard think this person was doing and like but that's not really the point of the story point of the story is like to for her to even notice something like that while performing and like make it right is pretty cool i was trying to think of a good fish reference there but it didn't come to my head damn i'm sure everyone is really upset (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna crush is that a power more reference because they opened Crush, crush. Sure. It is now. <laughs> uh, yeah, not. I guess Stoke for Summer is our next pony show. And that's not till like the end of July. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. End of July. Are there just like no good tours either? Like in addition to new music? It kind of feels that way. I don't know. Like. It feels like a lot of the tours are like the big ones. Like take Blink, for example, like Metallica. Yeah, like that stuff is going on. And then there's like so many festivals that are just like fully loaded. But I don't know. I'm not anti-festival, but I don't. It's not necessarily what I'm like. Not enough around here. Yeah, not really. I'm good with see here now. It does. It, just, it feels like a light summer. Oh, something, something else got announced at the at the pony though. Um, damn, I, I I don't remember. Um, I think it's a show that we would say like, oh, that's cool, but we probably wouldn't go. And that's. That's all I remember. It wasn't Pixies and Mo- No, I wish we were going to that though. I do if too. They, if maybe we could find tickets Sunday in August, I don't even know what's going on. Oh, Dance Gavin Dance announced the show in September at the Pony, which is pretty cool. They have so much songs that they kind of overwhelm me, but the songs out whatever album had like Midnight Midnight something. That album's great. I was real into that album for a while. Midnight Artificial Selection, it was called. Midnight Crusade was the single. I'd see Dance Gavin Dance, but I don't know that I'm rushing. I've been listening to them in a really long time. They're like killer musicians, too. That guy's voice is pretty sick. What what were we talking about before, before I just brought them up? Just other pony shows. Oh, Modest Mouse. Yeah, Modest Mouse and Pixies. Yeah, let's 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 live StubHub tickets right now and just see. 
Guess the price. Probably Brett. ridiculous. Guess the price. Uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, two hundred. All right, I'll go. I'll go one sixty. I hope I went way too over, but I'm not sure. Um, uh, Pier Seventeen, Pier Seventeen. I still have never been to a show at Pier Seventeen. I haven't either. It's like the New York version of the Pony Summer Stage, right? Yeah, Up is gonna be there. Tomorrow. Where is this show not? Oh, here it is. Okay. Okay. Pixie's Modest Mouse, the summer stage. 119. Oh. Not fair than I thought it would be. Both of us thought it would be. Let's see. I actually have like <laughs> the Christmas before COVID. My mom got me and Nicole like a $300 StubHub gift card because she knew we like to go to shows. <laughs> that aged very poorly but i still am just like sitting on that but that's for me and nicole so i won't buy modest mouse tickets with it not bad nicole though. wants to go i also don't know any pixies but i could probably get myself down a pixies rabbit hole if i knew we were going to go to that show we'll uh we'll keep it on the on the radar this way we could pretend we have more concerts even if we don't actually have it locked in I do love me some Modest Mouse. Yeah. And that band split episode was awesome. So thank you for recommending that. You got it. Yeah. And for Pixies, Surfer Rosa and Doolittle. If you want to uh, start our albums. Oh, thank you. So did you Doolittle say Doolittle is like the classic. Did you say Hixies? Hixies. <laughs> Doolittle and Surfer Rosa? Surfer Rosa. Cool. I'll check them out. I think there's a band playing on them too, so maybe I'll I'll do that. There definitely is actually, because I was looking today and I wound up listening to the "I Want It That Way" sixty songs episode. <laughs> you said the Nirvana one was good, right? I can't believe you got Courtney Love. That's like, oh my god! I'm so get. glad you. I'm so glad you brought that up, dude. It was absurd. I had to listen to it. It was. Abs- I mean, it was. I guess what you'd expect. She, she just she just went like I don't know if she even took a breath. She actually like came across like I mean she definitely seems like a little nuts, but she seemed like cool. I don't know. She seemed cooler than I would have thought. And she's a self admitted liar, so like it doesn't make it better. Well, but like, <laughs> but like like when I was reading this book, like there were so many stories where like people would say this stuff about Courtney, and then she. She would respond with like, oh, that didn't happen. That's not how it happened. But then she also is very like, she's like, I don't tell the truth. So like, I appreciate James on Chappelle's show. (laughs) I appreciate the self-awareness. So I don't know. But yeah, dude. Oh, my God. It was. I think I broke it up into three separate listens because at one point I was like, I have been listening to Courtney Love Ramble for like an hour. And that is too much. Too much to just do on like a Tuesday, but yeah, I'm debating if I want to save that one or like listen to it as soon as possible. No, you gotta listen to it. Yeah, listen okay. to it. And she, she, she like someone told her about Rob, and she listened to his podcast and really liked it, and that's why like she hit him up to come on, and then she found 
notebooks of Kurtz and like she debuted al um, alternate lyrics to smells like teen spirit that like he didn't wind up going with and she like sings them and all this stuff like it's crazy oh wow <laughs> yeah do you ever listen to her stuff do you ever listen to whole uh just whatever is like i hear on like lithium or something okay because it's surprisingly not bad like if you listen to like live through this and celebrity skin uh they're actually not bad albums all right i'll dip in nicole i can't stand it so she always changes the station when hole comes on so i just never... voice i joke with nicole that nicole doesn't like female singers but that's not entirely <laughs> true <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah you gotta listen to that and and tell me as soon as you do because it is it's wild as wild as i would imagine it would be <laughs> she she's like a she i mean she came up in seattle so like obviously she like knows pearl jam but she does like she likes pearl jam and at one point she's like oh, i forget i forget what song it was just say it was like uh yellow lead better even flow she's like I, she's like i wasn't allowed to listen to that while pregnant like kurt wouldn't let me play it in the house <laughs> <laughs> It's just so funny. <laughs> yeah, random. But she, they like, she either said off air or Rob told her, I forget, but like she kept it like positive. Like it wasn't like, like they avoided any like beef conversations. That's good. Yeah. There's like no, it's not, I don't even think I'd call it an interview though. It's just Courtney Love talking for like She's an hour goes. and a half. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you can just park or or like out. put this podcast in the Louvre. So I'm like, oh, it must be a really good one. Then. <laughs> He's a man. We got to get him back on. Just for, <laughs> I don't know. He should just be a guest. Talk about that interview alone. Just have him as a guest for just like a run of the mill episode. Like, here's what we're talking about this week. <laughs> Listen to just stuff. Have him casually <laughs> join the show. Yeah. Without telling him he's officially on the show. <laughs> I would love to get like. I say this all the time, but like a producer person who can just chime in occasionally, preferably like someone. Hang. Yeah. They'd have to be someone just younger enough than us that they can give us the pulse on like things that we don't pay attention to. I think it would round out the show really nice, but like, I, do too. Uh, I don't even know how we would go about finding someone like that, but Hey, if anyone's listening, if anyone's listening, <laughs> I hope someone's listening. Um, and you, if and you have any ideas, yeah, uh, holler at us. Also, answer my venue question on Instagram because I'm very curious please. what people like. <laughs> Don't say please. It sounds desperate. <laughs> More desperate than asking <laughs> three times. <laughs> okay. Also, this Nirvana. Also, oh, this yeah. podcast is two hours and forty minutes. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure like an hour twenty at least is just Courtney Love stream of consciousness just going off yeah i shouldn't complain about runtime because like these bands playing episodes are like, like they run up to like five hours sometimes yeah but i feel like it, it doesn't include... feel like because they have they play the full songs so exactly like... yeah we gotta we gotta try that maybe we'll just like throw a random song in the middle but then i i just feel like it pigeonholes people like they have to listen on spotify and then i don't know what happens if they don't but these are all things that i should yeah. just figure out but... but most people have spotify now yeah i think so um oh one more complaint about spotify um segment i had an album on it played two songs and then it just 
played the say anything single. Like what? Didn't <laughs> I think Max, like hack I, your Spotify. I think it happens if I go from not being on Wi-Fi to being on Wi-Fi. It like forgets where it is, and then it just goes off into like Radio Land. But I don't know. I was I was very I was very angry, even though. I like that single, but it's playing that single way too much for me where it's starting to make it's like ruining it. Not like it. We are born again. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good song. Though. Is, is that an album coming out this year? Or do we have no idea? No clue with him. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's fine. Um, all right. I think that I think I'll do it for this week. Any we'll save some goosebump talk for next week. Yeah. Not the books. Yeah. But... Yeah songs that without a doubt make the hair on your arm stand up give you goosebumps um we all got them so think about them uh let us know i'll I'll post it i'll post it we get the conversation going get the people involved okay we love you all um i think we're gonna take next week off for memorial day so uh sorry not sorry um we'll come back i think there's much coming out next week anyway yeah yeah and no in the the tank yeah finally we can get foo fighters and avenge which is a massive foo fighters i think will be 37 minutes and avenged i'm saying is over an hour those are my theories i think you're gonna be correct on both of those probably yes i'll take the hypothetical win okay we love you all have a great memorial day weekend be safe if you're going to adjacent fest have a great time very jealous and uh we'll talk to you all soon bye well <laughs>